0: I'd like to give honor to the Lord, and I'm very happy that um, we can come together and uh, with our Bible class, and today we're going to discuss in-gathering. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. That's Psalms 50, verse 5. Gather yourselves together, yea, gather together, O nation not desired, before the decree bring forth, before the day passes the chaff, before the fierce anger of the Lord come upon you, before the day of the Lord's anger come upon you. Seek ye the Lord, all ye meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment. Seek righteousness, seek meekness. It may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. Zephaniah 2, 1-3 In gathering is the third of the great feasts. It occurs at the end of the harvest after everything has been gathered in. The harvest is the end of the world and the fruits of the harvest are God's children, and Christ um, gave us a a very good parable about that. Ingathering is complete at the first resurrection. The Feast of Ingathering occurs simultaneously with the Feast of Tabernacles. While Ingathering points to the final harvest of God's saints, Tabernacles points to the establishment and sanctification of the churches of God symbolized in the scripture as booths and also to the coming of the tabernacle of God. God's sanctuary will literally be on the earth. Ezekiel thirty-seven twenty-six to 28.
1: Moreover, I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be an everlasting covenant with them, and I will place them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary in the midst of them forevermore. My tabernacle also shall be with them, yea, I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And the heathen shall know that I, the Lord, do sanctify Israel, when my sanctuary shall be in the midst of them forevermore.
0: God will put his foot on Mount Olives, creating the greatest earthquake that has ever happened. And we're going to talk more about this at the end of the class. At this time, Zion will stand. That's the true church of God. And all of the churches of Mystery Babylon will fall. Later, at the last trump, Christ will come in the clouds of heaven and the righteous dead will rise. Now, God has already established many of the small churches. There are 144,000 people who not only know the truth, but obey it in sincerity. He has called some of his people to assemble and to come together to worship him. But most of the world remains in darkness. Most are deceived by the prophets of Mystery Babylon. And these are the -the run-of-the-mill preachers, the Sunday preachers, the preachers of any type of doctrine or uh, uh, or tradition that is not true. The children of Israel were cast out of the land, separated from each other, because they would not obey God. They would not keep the Sabbath holy, and they broke his commandments. God punished them. And most of them today remain blind and deaf. Can you read Isaiah 6, verse 9 to 10?
1: And he said, go and tell this people, hear ye indeed, but understand not, and see ye indeed, but perceive not. Make the heart of this people fat and make their ears heavy and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and convert and be healed. Then said I, Lord, how long?
0: They do not know the truth or where to find it. There is a famine of truth in the land. And this is why God established the small churches like ours and gave us the truth. He prepared our church as a place for his children to come. Now remember what it says in Revelations 12:6. He talks about places that he prepared there. It says, And the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared of God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. God is going to gather his saints and he is going to fill his house. Not because we say so, but because his word says so. And if we believe in him, should we not also believe in his word? Now this is spoken about also in... The following three scriptures, we're going to start with Isaiah 11, verse 10 to 12.
1: And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Syria and from Egypt and from Pathros and from Cush and from Elam and from Shinar, and from Hamath, and from the isles of the sea. And he shall set up an ensign for the nations, and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel, and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. And so you can see here, he said, For the second time he shall gather his people, the dispersed from these various places throughout the world. So we know that Israel is a dispersed people. They're not in that land now. And so the people that are in that land now are not indeed God's children, God's people. They're not of the seed of Israel, but God is going to bring his people, Israel, together. And we're going to go back to that land, which is going to be a glorious land.
0: Okay, and you can also see in Isaiah 11, uh, verse 10, when it says, uh, To it shall the Gentiles seek. When God comes this second time, he's coming for the children of Israel, but he's coming for all his people. There are a number that can't be numbered, both of Jew and Gentile, that he's going to gather together in one body. Now let us go on and read Ezekiel 34, verse 11 to
1: 15. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out, As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers, and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock, and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God.
0: Okay, and we can also see here that it says that... um, He's going to do this on what is the day going to be like? It's going to be a cloudy and dark day. And again, he says that this is going to be, they're going to return to the land of Israel. Now let us go to Jeremiah 23, verse one to
1: four. Woe be unto the pastors that destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, saith the Lord. Therefore thus saith the Lord God of Israel against the pastors that feed my people. Ye have scattered my flock and driven them away and have not visited them. Behold, I will visit upon you the evil of your doing, saith the Lord. And I will gather the remnant of my flock out of all countries, where I have driven them, and will bring them again to their foes, and they shall be fruitful and increase. And I will set up shepherds over them, which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed, neither shall they be lacking, saith the Lord.
0: And you see he spoke right here, didn't he, about the pastors that were not feeding. What what are, what are those pastors that are not feeding his children?
1: Well, these are the leaders. These are the people that were responsible for the children of God. Uh, and they did not teach them the ways of God. But they walked before them in a poor example and they misled his people. But also this is twofold in nature because we know that The churches of the world now mislead the people also.
0: That's right. But for us, it is a blessing. We are thankful. It is a blessing to be in the light and to know the truth. But just knowing the truth isn't enough. We almost so must walk in the light and obey the truth. We must worship God. We know that he said we should fail not to assemble. We must keep the Sabbath holy unlike our forefathers and unlike the world. We must reverence his house. We know that these are the last days, not because someone else told us, but because we can see with our own eyes the condition of the world and we can understand what the Bible says about the last days. Look at all this evil that's out here. Look at all the wickedness that's here. Our Lord has not delayed his coming but he is merciful and a door remains open to his children today while it is still today meaning you need to take advantage of this while you are living but if you are one of the first to be called be careful that you do not fall um, so that you can be not only called but also chosen god is faithful and his word will never fail when he returns and put his foot upon Mount Olives He is not coming to convince you to obey him. He did that at his first coming, but not at his second coming. At his second coming, he is coming to execute judgment on this earth. and He's coming to deliver his children. Our God is a consuming fire. And we will conclude with just a few more scriptures that really shows us what that tabernacle is going to be like. And we'll start in Isaiah 2, verses 1 to 4.
1: The word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. And it shall come to pass in the last days, that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, and shall be exalted above the hills, and all the nations shall flow unto it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations, and shall rebuke many people. And they shall be their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. And I say to you that... This top of the mountain signifies people that are serving God in spirit and truth, that are magnifying his word, that keep the commandments of God and also walk in the testimony of Jesus Christ.
0: Okay, and now we're going to go to Zechariah chapter 14, verses uh 4 to 9, and the final scripture, it will be Zechariah 14, verse 16.
1: And his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. And there shall be a very great valley, and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, and half of it toward the south. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains, for the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azel. Yea, ye shall flee like as ye fled from before the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come, and all the saints with thee. And it shall come to pass in that day that the light shall not be clear nor dark, but it shall be one day which shall be known to the Lord, not day nor night but it shall come to pass that at evening time it shall be light. And in, and it shall be in that day that living water shall go out from Jerusalem, half of them toward the former sea and half of them toward the hinder sea. In summer and in winter shall it be. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day shall there be one Lord and his name one. And so you can see that Jerusalem at this time is going to be healed. And that is the time that God's people are going to be there. Israel will be restored. And I'm going to skip now down to 16, verse 16. It says, And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left of all the nations shall come against Jerusalem, shall, that come against Jerusalem shall even go from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and keep the feast
0: of Tabernacles." And so should we keep the Feast of Tabernacles now. What a wonderful time. Don't you agree? It will be yes. when all of God's saints will be come together. When it says in the scripture, the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord like the waters that cover the sea. And we praise God and look forward to that time coming. Amen. May God bless you. Amen.